You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. precious we worship you we give you praise we adore your name we give you all the glory blessed be your name thank you father we give you praise we have victory in your name blessed be your name lord jesus hallelujah to your name Blessed be your name, Jesus. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Father. We worship you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. How many pastors are happy to be in church this morning? Can you give the Lord a shout this morning? the Bible is here. And let's read something together before we take our seat this morning. Let's read Luke chapter 5 verse 17. Luke 5 17. Amen. Now the Bible says Luke 5 17 and it came to pass on a certain day as he was teaching there were Pharisees and doctors of the law sitting by which were come out of every town of Galilee and Judea and Jerusalem. What's the next thing there? Let's read it like people that are full of life. Say one more time. Is the power of God here this morning? What is power? (laughs) And where does power come from? The Bible says Jesus was teaching and the power of God was present to heal. And then they brought a paralytic man and something happened. All forms of paralysis have been healed this morning. Not only the physical one. People are paralyzed financially. In terms of relationship. The power of God is healing paralysis. Strokes are disappearing now. I want to show you something. It's going to be a brief message this morning. Proverbs chapter 18 verse 10. I just want to call our attention to something. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. One time I mentioned which name of the Lord, because there are many names, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Shammah. Which one of the names is a strong tower? <laughs> the righteous run to it and is safe. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous runs into it and is safe. So there is something about the name of the Lord that guarantees safety. But then, this was Old Testament. 
the name of the Lord, the righteous must run to it. What about when that name that guarantees safety has been given to you and you do have to run? It's available with you at all times. Are you with me? Colossians 1. What I'm sharing along this line is that consciousness is very important. Being conscious of certain truths will cause the truth to be reproduced in your life. We will talk more about this next Sunday. But I started on Wednesday by saying that, okay, I actually started on Sunday. If you want your camera to produce an image, you have to focus on that image. You cannot turn your picture, your camera this way, and the object you want to reproduce is this way, nothing is going to happen. Or you will not have that object. Is that right? It is what your camera focuses on. That when you snap, that is the image that comes out. So I cannot want to take the picture of the pastors in this angle and focus my camera this way. That's what I'm saying. Hallelujah. There is no believer without that camera inside you. In other words, the power of God can be directed. Is somebody following me? Please pay attention. I ought to be very brief. The power of God can be directed to a direction. I'm saying this because in a while, I'm going to get everybody to start using the name of Jesus Christ. And you are going to direct it to certain aspects of your life. Say amen. And what will happen is that as soon as the service ends, or right in the middle of the service, the power of God will go to that area of your life and straighten things out. If you believe it, say it louder, amen. Hallelujah. So on Wednesday, I told them another dimension to it. So on Sunday, I talked about camera. So you say, oh, adjust your shirt. Are you ready? So the camera focuses and then there's a snap. When the flash comes out, that's like the name of Jesus. The focus is your spirit focusing on something. Peter looked at the man at the beautiful gate. I have found that the name of Jesus does not exactly work when there's no focus. He said, look on me. Do you remember? Acts chapter 3. He said, look on me. Look to us. If you look, then we have your attention. When we do, we take the shots and it will result in a miracle. He says, silver and gold I have, but such as I have, I give. Now that you are looking at me, such as I have, I give to you. In Acts chapter 14, Paul was preaching and a man was, in, the Bible says he was in at both feet, he was lame. And Paul perceived. The guy looked at Paul so much that Paul recognized that this is a moment to take the, to take the shots. And he said, get up. And the man got up. He didn't say it before the focus. He didn't say it after. In every meeting, there is what you call catch-up moment. And people miss it a lot. The power of God was present, but only the paralytic man was ill. The Pharisees were not ill. Nobody. A lot of people come just like Pharisees. You are just looking. See, when the spirit is moving, it's like the pool of Bethsaida. They force to jump in. But everybody can jump in. That's the good news. So how many people are alive this morning? It is possible for cancer to fall off any moment from now. It is possible 
for someone's finances to just receive the resurrection power. So this epileptic, this rise and fall can come to an end and it will come to an end right now. Are you catching it? I gave the second illustration on Wednesday, which is about focus also. It is God already created the egg to become chicken. But it will never happen until the mother chick sits on the egg. Is that true? So the egg that you turn to egg that you fry and you eat or you boil, the difference between that egg and the egg that becomes a chick is that one is sat upon, one is not sat upon. Is that right? They are laid by the same person. If she sits on one, it becomes a living thing. If she does not sit on one, it becomes something you can eat. Every promise of God that you focus on and sit on, life will come out of that promise and it becomes the reality of your life. Everyone that you don't sit on will just be scriptures that you memorize and that you know. Are you with me? This is a beautiful thing. I read Proverbs 18.10 for a reason, to start on that. No, see, in no Testament, they had to look for the name of the Lord. <laughs> Elijah told the Israel to play for the anointing to move. And then he prophesied. Wonderful. We also at times wait for the anointing, but the beautiful thing about New Testament, Jesus has come to us. His name has become like a switch. A switch does not need your mood nor your emotion to produce lights. You tap the wall, the light comes on automatically. Whether you are happy or you are not happy, whether you are anointed or you are not anointed, once you touch that switch, the light comes on. If there's no problem with the light. And there's no problem with the name of Jesus. <laughs> so we don't run to the strong tower anymore. That tower lives inside us. Because I don't want to talk about today, I don't want to explain what God went through just for Jesus to die. The whole idea, God had been looking for an opportunity to live inside man. Because the greatest power that you can possess is the world, or the best way to stop power is to swallow it. If there is something no man can take from you, it's something that is inside you. Are you get what I'm saying? Once it is outside, you can lose it. It can be stolen. So if there is a document, fire can burn it. But the one that is inside you is safe. So God planned that his power should not be on the Mount Calvary or this one or that one. Then Old Testament, the power was concentrated in the tabernacle. And God was telling them in heaven, no, this is not the final arrangement. My power cannot be in the temple. What about when we make men our temple? Because that way, a man can wake up after eating a bowl of amala and yawn and say to cancer, go. And it goes. In Old Testament, they had to go to tabernacle, use incense, use blood of goat, use blood of calf, and then Aaron will enter the place, but only once in a year, and you must wait for that once in a year. And he will kill an innocent lamb, put the blood on the people. And God said, how about if we have one eternal blood that does the job once and for all? 
So that blood purifies man. When man's spirit is purified, we dwell in that spirit. So power comes out from within. That's why the Bible says, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Thank God for who we are in Christ. It establishes your new creation reality. But when you know who you are in God, it establishes the power dimension. Christ, or who Christ is, Christ is in me. Amen. When you know who you are in Christ, you are established. When you know who Christ is in you, power dimension begins. Because as you stand, hey, all through this morning, I didn't feel anything, and I don't care. If I woke up with one funny pain like that, I don't care about feelings. Most of the miracles I have recorded most, I pray for people accidentally or pray for people without any serious concentration. Because I have learned that I don't need to concentrate on that bulb to come on. I just need to switch it on. If there's nothing wrong with the switch, it will come on. I don't need my emotion added to the sacrifice of Jesus for it to work. It will work without my emotion. So I don't need to shake to say, okay, are you ready? Are you ready? I feel, I feel the power at times, but whether I feel or I don't feel, I don't care. But all of a sudden, I'm beginning to feel something. Because I'm going to ask everybody, all I'm trying to get across to you, since it dwells in you, power is in your hand. Look at your hand. Lift it up. Those are not your hands anymore. They are the extension of the power of Jesus Christ. That is what you need to put in your mind right now. Just like I said, she sits on the egg and it becomes a living thing. If you pick one of the egg before the incubation period or gets, and then you cut it, liquid and some other things will come out. But just wait for a few days more. If you crack the same egg, a living stop comes out. If you concentrate a little on the fact that Jesus Christ now owns this hand, and we are doing it in three minutes, if you concentrate a little, I'm about to get the whole congregation to use the name of Jesus now, even though many of you have called Jesus before, but I'm sure you are not them, you are not going to do something different. You are going to do the same thing, but this time there's going to be a different result. Some we get to Mali and some people. I'm beginning to teach my children how to lay hands. Children are innocent. Archbishop Benson was sick one day and he was dying. He put his hand on it. He quoted scripture, did everything. At times, results don't come immediately. Yes. So when you see Rea Bonke went to hospital and there's nothing wrong with hospital, at times it doesn't come immediately. But what you must not do is to lose your faith. You understand? So, Archbishop was on the bed. And the son was running out to go and play ball. And he just when I called the boy, come and pray. And the boy just ran in. He was concerned about the sex that they were playing outside. So he felt the father was this. So he just ran and grabbed the father, said, Satan, leave the head of my leave my father alone. And ran out. And the disease jumped out straight away. See, if you teach your husband spiritual things or you value spiritual the boy you are, it will benefit the two of you one day. It's like if you invest in your wife, you make her go do some courses, some professional stuff, who will benefit? The two of you, your children. If you lock her in the house and you say words that will bring down, bring down her self-esteem, your children will partake in it. She's still their mother. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? If you invest into your children's spiritual things, one day your faith might be weak. They will help you. This is why husband and wife should watch one another. Dear, you have not praised his money. Stop watching him pray. Because the way you are going, you are fed the two of us. But if you are praying, you will help us. Did you get what I've just said now? Hallelujah. When we preach like this, we are trying to let your spirit have direction. The power of God is like a laser beam. It has to be given a direction. And that is what we are trying to do this morning. If you look at your hand like I've said, and all of a sudden, hi. Let's read. <laughs> Let's read Mark 16, 15. I want to show you that Jesus has spoken to everybody here. And many people are still waiting for Jesus to say something more. Mark 16, 15. This, and he said to them, what's the word there? Ah, please, church. I, I don't like when people are... What, what, what is there? No, just say the first word. What's the first word? What's the first word? Shout it louder. Anytime you stop, when God says go, you are disobeying. Go into the word and pray the gospel. Verse 17. Now we are getting to where we are going today. Everybody read this loud. One, two, go. Stop. Believe in what? No. Not Jesus. Believe in what we read earlier. Those who go. Did you get that? He said, go. Go and do what? Command demons to leave. Command people to be healed. He said, if you believe, if I tell you to go, and you go, if you believe, and you go, then the signs will follow you. Why? You cannot follow a man that is standing. You can only follow a man that is moving. He said, for those who move, these signs will follow them. That means those who go, as I have said they should go, they will experience this dimension of me. As we're praying this morning, a word came. All forms of demonic oppressions we hand right now. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with Holy Ghost and with power. Who went about doing good and healing all, not some of them, oppressed of the devil. For God is with him. For God is with him. This sign shall follow. In Matthew 28, Jesus also said, Go. He said, All authority in heaven and on earth is given unto me. Matthew 28, 19. Let's read that one again. I told them, Teach them to be baptized in my name, whatsoever. Go ye. Can you see that word go again? And teach all nations. In other words, let your mind focus on the one who has said you should go. He has done everything. And there's nothing you can encounter on the way that can be difficult because he has done the job. He said, go. Hallelujah. Amen. Then that's what Mark 16, 17 said, they shall lay their hands on the sick and they shall recover. Sickness is not limited to physical stuff. Hello. There are people whose finances are sick, family sick and different things sick. I speak prophetically right now. If you have something that represents your family here, if the family is sick, things are upside down in different places with different people in your family, maybe you can quickly write the name of your family on a paper. You are going to put your hand on it. About two nights ago, I was praying, and what the Lord revealed to me that people are just going to that teach them that the power is in their hand. And as they lay their hands on anything, something is going to happen. 
Lucia Badala Barito Selemandala Baras. In Solomon I'm waiting for those who are writing the names. If you want to be more specific, I write the names of those who really have issues in the family. Patient one, ever true, changing me and changing you. trust God for the fruit of the womb. Put your hand on your womb now. Don't pray yet. Just put your hand there. For one minute, meditate on what I have said. In my name they shall cast out demons. That means if there is a demonic interference, that's why you are not pregnant, it ends right now. Then he said they shall lay their hands on sick and if it's not demonic, if it's just medical, there's a medical situation as you place your hand. Bible says they shall recover. They shall recover. They shall recover. Put your hand there and concentrate. The rest of us begin to pray in the spirit. This is the force that the Lord is addressing this morning. I will come back to the five people who are writing down names. Now begin to speak to the womb in the name of God. Just no much words. Just say womb in Jesus that you are created to conceive. So conceive right now. Please, I did not say you should pray. I said you should command. Just speak to your womb. There is a time to talk to God. There is a time. Now, we are not talking to God this time around. You are not talking to God. You are talking to your body. Remember, the power is inside you. Inside your spirit. I will speak a little more about this second service. Inside your spirit. So your spirit man is addressing your body right now. And your body belongs to you. Your body has no choice but to listen to you. If anybody is sick in any area of your life, any part of your body, put your hand there right now. Pain in the chest, pain in the heart. Any form of deformity, any form of abnormality, put your hand there right now. Join those who are praying about the fruit on you. Put your hand right there. You are not praying that God remove this pain. No, you are going to speak directly to the pain. So you are directing the power of God that is inside you to that pain by putting your hand on the spot. That's why you are putting your hand there. You are directing the power that is within to that place. It's like you are about to shoot a gun. You don't shoot south where you are aiming not. So put your hand there right now and use the name of Jesus Christ. Get ready. Because you are going to say in the name of Jesus, I command you body, be healed. You will also say, in case it's a demonic affliction, say, you foul spirit of infirmity, hanging in this part of my body, maybe your chest, I demand in the name of Jesus Christ that you get out of my life, get out of my body, and I assure the spirit, say, you can't resist in the name of Jesus. So in the name of Jesus, I demand that you get out of my body right now, not next minute. Get out! Tell him you are only permitted to stay only if it is not true that Jesus died and rose again. 
if he died and he conquered you and I'm aware of it, I demand of you right now. Now speak to your womb. Whatsoever is creating the delay, command it to be taken out right now. Let all infirmities bow to the name of Jesus right now. Migraine, go in the name of Jesus. There is someone that anytime you are close to something good, it turns bad. The Lord is correcting that one right now. That's a demonic affliction. There are homes that are under attack. You are sure that this family is under an attack. Speak to the family right now. Command the demon. All the demons afflicting the family. They will go. They have no choice. Don't use your mind. Use the name of Jesus. Just in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Whatever the ranging storm is in the family, in the home, in your body, command that storm to go in the name of Jesus Christ. If you sense this in the area of your finance, your business, your job, there is this the pace is not good at all. Something is just injuring the thing from lifting. Command the cap. Sometimes spirit sit over things. If anybody is roped, anybody is wearing the garments that makes favor to elude you, it's time to command that garment to be cast aside right now and receive garment of favor instead. If your life has been bitter, not too many good stories to tell, then command bitterness to come to an end right now. Use the name of Jesus against all forms of delay. Any form of delay. At this point, I demand that we stand up and continue to speak with authority, with audacity. Jesus. Hallelujah. Wait, we, we go back to that 
this might be the only group that I'm going to pray for personally right now because they are going to experience the power of God right now. Amen. Something was revealed to me. You, you had surgery and the place has refused to heal or is still giving you pain. There's nothing wrong with surgery. You've done it, but the aftermath effect is horrible and it's affecting you. Come on right now. I, uh, the, the power of the Holy Spirit is going to fix that thing right now. I'll show no more of we are here by your wound, Jesus. We are here by your wounds. We are here by your wounds. We are here. Moko say, Amandala, by your wounds. We are here. All of you that are out, lift up your hand. Lift up your two hands. Get ready to receive. Himself took our infirmity. This sounds like a strange instruction. Now, once I pray for you, go, but this is the way I'm being led to pray. Once I touch you, you touch me also. And the power of the Holy Spirit perfects everything. Just touch my chest. Ushers, please stand behind them. And the Spirit burns it off. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus. They want this healed. Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. There goes the power of the Holy Spirit. Hold up, please. There goes the power of the Holy Spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Master, I touch you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In the name of Jesus Christ, we are here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We are here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. If I pray for you, just go. Everybody and just bless the name of the Lord. 
Everybody say after me. It's a short sentence. Look at me, everybody. Now, with your hands raised, say in the name of Jesus, I step into the higher level that God has planned for me. I can just see people being blessed. You know, we've talked about this many times in this church, but I see it happening right now. So many people, we have stories of financial breakthrough to tell. And you will never go down again. Never. I, I normally I am pressed to say this you know I think I told the leaders in the night somebody I won't say details somebody spoke to somebody that the person should call me they are not in Lagos the person is not in Lagos and that was my first time of the person calling me and speaking on phone because the lady that told him to call me just wanted me to pray with him because he was having some difficulties in his, in his business. And long and short of it, and they started telling me that, oh, so once somebody, a pastor celebrated something one time and that this guy bought a car, I think 150 million for the pastor. He said there are about 50 people I don't know that are on the scholarship that he pays their school fees and the rest. And I think he's in his 30s. So he called me. And the Lord just told me to tell him that mercy and peace. Because some policies were made that affected him negatively. And the lady asked him to call his pastor's wife. She said, I see. I know, said, Pastor, I know this person. I don't know whether one of the... Uh, uh, um, he said, I know this person. This person loves God. And when he called me on phone, he began to tell me how the Spirit of God revealed to him step by step from when he was in university. Everything he's doing right now. So it's not a funny person. It's a credible person. But to a, to a young man to be like that. So, yesterday I went to preach somewhere. So I was telling Pastor Godwin from, who came from Abuja about this story. And he said, I don't know why. That I noticed that there is a strong grace on people between 30 and 40 to just start entering into things. Now, that might not be your age bracket. It doesn't matter. What matters there is just that sometimes grace will just come upon people. And when I was meditating on these guys after praying for him, I was wondering why he called me. I'm not his pastor. I have never met him before. I've never spoken to him before. And the Lord just started bringing this to me that he said, because many people in your congregation will be empowered that way. Things don't just happen for happening's sake. Why would somebody in another city just ask him to come? I'm not uh, into this prophet. Just say no call. It's because God was making a statement. He just wanted me to know that, look, I have raised young people and I've empowered people like that before. And if your people will allow it, I can do the same thing with them. The individuals will just start rising. Like never before. I see these great opportunities coming your way. And you will love God for it. 
instead of the wealth affecting you, your spiritually is getting deeper and deeper. You are so blessed that you can take some days off to go and pray. Since you are in charge, just like I just want to go off. Maybe the first two days of every month, I go away to pray. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus needs a lot of CEOs that they'll be doing retreats in the office. Once in a month, people gather together to pray and everybody partakes in it. Or participates in it. That's what God is looking for. Thank you, Lord Jesus. That grace has come to you right now. Lift up hands and give God praise. If you have received anything at all today. So many healings have taken place this morning. We bless the name of the Lord. We worship you, Jesus. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. We give you praise. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah to your name. Blessed be your name. Blessed be your name. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All glory to your name. As we step into March, you march forward. It's your month of go. That means you are going from strength to strength, from victory to victory in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you. I, I have a good news for everybody watching me. You know, there's a lady watching me right now. Yours is, yeah, yeah, the fruit of the womb. It is settled. By March next year, you already have your baby who is over one month old. Glory to God. Somebody rejoice and give God praise. Hallelujah. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are, if you want to give your heart to Christ, just say after me, say, Lord Jesus. I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, will be late, you are born again, you are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you. Stay blessed.